What's up? How you guys doing? Welcome to Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. My cohort, my co-host, China Dow will be joining me for the second part of the show. And it's going to be a dandy, man. The episode before this one, whoo, 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 we went over some uh, comedy, boy. We had some fun on the second part of the show. And it was a good one. You can listen to the replays over on Spotify and all your podcast platforms. I am in a good mood. And you ask, why, Hollywood, are you in a good mood? Because I get to spend the whole first segment of this show where I usually would do biker news on this story. You know how law enforcement and all those boys in blue and all those prosecutors go around and say, Motorcycle clubs are motorcycle gangs. They're organized crime. Off with their head, I say. Remember that? That's what they always say, and the media jumps on that bandwagon. About a year ago, a year and a half, two years ago, we did a story out of California where it seems some police officers were banding together and inside their ranks formed a gang. Yes, you heard it right. Openly started a gang within the police department. Now, we already know that they're the biggest ones ever. You know, Everybody wants us to push aside and have excuses made on, well, it was only a few dirty cops. Well, I use that all the time when it comes to clubs, but they don't listen to me any. They just keep on doing it. So why should I have to listen to them? Why should you have to listen to them when it comes to them saying, well, we're not a gang? It's always the ones with the money and power that throw that crap around. But some good news is coming out. Some good news. We're going to this story right now. <laughs> out of Fox News. Hey, and for all you, uh, you know, far left people that are watching me. Don't worry, this is all over the place. It just popped up so it was easier to grab this one. Los Angeles Sheriff Villanueva ordered to testify under oath. Under oath, because they don't trust his word. On alleged deputy gangs. <laughs> now he has fought Yes, he put up a fight. He fought the Inspector General subpoena for more than a year, arguing, he says, it's politically motivated. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't get off that easy, buddy. You don't get off that easy. Let's read here. Los Angeles Sheriff Alex Villanueva 
has been scheduled to testify under oath regarding alleged gang-like groups of deputies accused of operating within the department for years. I already don't like it. Don't like it. Why is it when club guys get busted, they're automatically gang members? But when the cops do it, it's allegedly. Not cool in my book. Oh, he even had a uh, lawyer up here. Villanueva's attorney, Linda Nsavit, told the Los Angeles Times Wednesday the sheriff, quote, has been ordered to testify regarding the alleged gang-like groups after the Second District Court of Appeals denied his most recent challenge to do more than a year-old watchdog subpoena, and he therefore will do so. If you don't think anything's going on, why so fighting hard not to have to testify? I'm smelling something here. I'm smelling something. Because you're not going to look good with alleged officers. You know, the blue badge supermen and women. If they got it together with a gang. Now, I believe and I'm trying to think here. I think it was called the Banditos, not the club, but that's what they were calling their little gang within the police department. I might be wrong, but I think that's what it was. Because I believe at the time I was like, are you kidding me? They took their name too? Los Angeles Superior Court Judge Malcolm Mackey ruled weeks ago that Villanueva must testify under oath before the Office of Inspector General on the topic of so-called deputy gangs within 21 days. I usually have to say, I don't have much, not much, respect when it comes from those judges, especially out on the West Coast, because they're all weird out there. Okay? They're weird. So, I have to say, you gotta give this guy some kudos making him testify. Max Hutzman, the Inspector General appointed by the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors to oversee the Sheriff's Department, issued a subpoena for him to testify February 2021 but the sheriff has consistently dismissed it as politically motivated in nature. I don't think so. Now, can clubs claim it's politically motivated? Just asking. Can we use that excuse? It seems you know, logical that we can, if you can. The Inspector General's Office detailed in 2021 a report that leadership at the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department vehemently objects that certain drinking groups, oh, now it's drinking groups, intramural sports teams or social clubs, qualify as a criminal street gang and instead promote camaraderie, not criminal activity. 
Oh, you're taking a page out of everybody else's book. I see where you're going here. Well, then, if that's the case, clubs are just social clubs, too. It's all about the camaraderie. It's all about brotherhood. But no, you still go on the warpath and say everybody's a gang. Watchdog countered that the department, quote, has a long history. Long history. And I'm, I'm, I'm guessing here all the other police departments do, too, around the country. Of forming secret subgroups at stations in Latino, Black, and other minority communities, some of which have tattoos, hand signals, and, quote, rituals that are similar to a criminal street gang. Oh, I was right here. I was right. I was right. Holy cow, my memory serves me. One more. The inspector general's office had attempted to catalog at least 18 deputy gangs or subgroups, which have monikers including the Banditos. They spell it different, though. And the executioners under concern that they foster a culture that resists police reforms, such as community policing or constitutional policing by encouraging and even celebrating aggressive tactics and excessive use of force against minority communities. I have to argue, come on, man. It's not only minority communities getting this. Uh Uh-uh. It's everybody. Everybody. And Texas, you're the worst. Come on, you were busting people for spitting on the sidewalk. What was that, San Antonio or Houston? I I have to go look back, back up. And then all this nonsense. Well, you're a gang member. Well, wait a second, I'm just riding my bike. I got a legal concealed carry permit. I don't care, you're a gang. If we're in California then, and this is going on, and we run into a member of their banditos, not talking about the club, but the cops, what they've done. If we run into one of them, can we use that on them? See, these are a lot of interesting questions. You have all these law enforcement supporters all over my platform yelling at me all the time. I'm just asking here. What is going to be your excuse now that police are not gangs? Are you going to throw up that there are a couple bad apples, but hey, we're cops. Where that excuse don't work with clubs, where there's only a few bad apples. Very interesting debate here. Very interesting. So what say you all, you Leo supporters? And I know you, Leo, are all over my crap, too. So what do you say about your people? Are you even in a gang, you know, or social club? I know you guys are using that social club, really? I say all MCs have to do is say, hey, we're a social club. That's what we do. So when you combine that they're doing this kind of stuff, they got their little gangs happening. 
and they're not doing something above board, I think they should be treated the same. Rico, um, where's the feds, man? When they, well, wait a second. That's right. You don't bust your own. But it's all right to harass other people that are not cops. Just saying. Second half of the show is coming up right now or after this music break. Make sure you listen in to it. Make sure you like and subscribe over on YouTube, all the other platforms. It helps us out. Let me know your thoughts in the comments section. I really appreciate it. I'll see you on the other side.
We're on a mission from God. Medical authorities in Cumberland have concluded that in all cases, the killers are eating the flesh of the people they murder. Zombies got you down. Keep it tuned. WMMRDB Rockford. Hey everybody, how you doing on this Thursday morning? Yes, it's Thursday. We are a day away from Friday. Thank God. God. How you doing this morning, Mr. Hollywood? That was a pretty decent opener. Besides the fact that we got a late start because you had to tinkle. I had to piss. (laughs) You had to tinkle. I was all upset about the video. That's because I told you, stop going back and forth between two cameras. You wouldn't have that issue, but you don't want to listen to me because I don't know nothing. Well, you got the more powerful computer, you know. I'm... I told you I'd trade. <laughs> I think we might have to. I don't know. Anyway, you had me cracking up last night. Huh? You, you had me where <laughs> I was dying last night. Why? what I do? You got to tell the story. Oh, what I found? Yeah, you got to tell it. All right, all right, all right. Two students at a school that is only 2% black. Oh, there was a promposal involved here. All okay, right. promposal. And this, yes, of course, was in Illinois. <laughs> I love it. A promposal at Central High School in Illinois has gone viral because of what many have described as its racist overtones. They always use racism. (laughs) According to ABC7 Chicago, the video shows two teenagers holding a sign that reads, If I was black, I'd be picking cotton, but I'm white, so I'm picking you. Prom? Oh, I love it. <laughs> and I knew that's some funny shit. I man. knew you'd get a kick out of it. Does it surprise me? It's from somebody from Illinois. Hell no. Well, see, I was thinking it would be Mississippi or no, Tennessee. No, it's a Kane County High School, about fifty miles east of Chicago. And it's actually in a town where I got one of my tattoos at. Yeah. And it's a small little country town, man. Yeah. So. They're, claiming, they're creative. They're claiming that this promposal is racist, while others say it was just a joke. It is a joke. Nobody knows how to take a joke anymore. <laughs> so, the local reporter spoke to one of the black students, and that student claimed that the th- they think the students should face some type of repercussion, whether it's suspending or excelling the- expelling them, but for sure, not let them go to prom. Why? It was on their personal it social their media pers- page. Exactly. See, I don't get it. And then she- Now does the school reach in the homes? And-, and then she added, I was not surprised, but I was disappointed. Because now she has seen uh, the real side of that person. It was a fucking joke. I, I thought it was funny. I think funny. it kind of rhymed. I thought it was funny. And the whole time last night, what were you doing? I'm not racist, but it was funny. That's what you were saying. <laughs> I'm not. I'm like, you know I'm not, but it was still funny. I don't understand why it made you feel like you had to say know. that over and over again. <laughs> I'm telling it to you when you know. But I'm just like, I'm not racist, I swear to God. But it was funny. I make worse jokes than that. The school has has not commented 
on if there's going to be disciplinary action at Central High School. Because prom is actually tomorrow. (laughs) So there is no word on whether or not there's going to be disciplinary action taken or whether or not these people will be attending prom. And it doesn't even say whether or not she accepted the prom prom proposal thing. I don't don't under. I really don't. I don't. And this includes jobs. If it's your personal shit, then you can't do something to people. I don't think they should be able to give any sort of repercussions for what you do on your own time. That's just like brings me back to two years ago. I was at Old Settlers Days in uh, our town, and. It was my day off. My daughter and I went to one of the concerts during the fest and I was drunk and I was dancing and it, and my daughter posted it and tagged it on my Facebook page. Mm -hmm. My boss at the time asked me to remove it from my Facebook. I told her to go fuck herself. If somebody, no, Uh -uh. I told her, I told her, uh, that was a, Paid vacation day, by the way. <laughs> and what right do they have to try to take that shit off your personal page? So what I do instead? I blocked everybody from work on my Facebook except one person. You shouldn't have them on your Facebook. One person. I got one person from my work on Facebook. That's just because we're friends outside of work. Because mm-hmm. we have a lot in common. But it's like, dude, don't be... But it, but it was okay with the same manager to post on my TikTok... My April Fool's prank on her of hiding the monster tub in the store. Mm -hmm. So that was okay, but me dancing drunk at a concert was not. Funny thing is, everybody in town got a kick out of it. Because they were there. Why do you feel like people think that was racist? Because it it had racial tendencies. How is it racial? Because blacks pick cotton. But I mean, that's a fact. But that's a fact. Right. But it's, blacks aren't the only ones that pick cotton. And thus, the reason I'm always looking at you, why are you an apologist? I don't know. I mean, it's it's a true fact. It's a true statement from See, way you're back it, you, the you're doing it again. What? You asked me why do you think people think it was racist. I said because of the fact that they specifically made a comment about if I was black. One thing I never understood about stand-up is they to bash the shit out of white people. Oh, the stand-ups? They bash the shit out of everybody, though. No, they no, no, do, no, no, They no, no, don't no. just do white people. They bash the shit out of gay but people, But they too. bash the fuck out of whites. Oh, yeah. And when whites go back and bash them, oh, you're a racist. You're racist. How dare you're homophobic. You? How dare you? Yeah, especially if they bash the, uh, the, the gay people. It's, it's. I'm surprised Eddie Murphy hasn't been canceled yet. Cancel cultured? Pull over. <laughs> hey, boy. Hey, boy, what you got there? <laughs> you look pretty good in them thigh jeans. Why don't you come over here and let me fuck you in the ass? <laughs> I'm surprised fucking Eddie didn't get hit with this. They truly do not know humor anymore. I think my favorite part of that was where it continued in that video, and he's getting frisked, and they grab his junk and go, What is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? 
love his stand-up. Well, he was one of the best, man. He was one of Richard Pryor's fucking underlings. Between him and Richard Pryor, Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, my God. Uh, What happened to those ones? They can't get like that anymore. No, God forbid. You're canceled! (laughs) Right? (laughs) You're canceled. (laughs) <laughs> and grandpa slayer he just made a good statement yeah he said oh the news will be at that prom you can bet on that oh yeah they will because they're gonna want to see whether or not these students were allowed to go because mm-hmm. they have the video from the promposal so they're gonna know who the students are because the students are fate their faces are on the video so they'll know and if they're at prom i'm sure there's gonna be a freaking uproar well, you guaranteed it, man. But oh, know. hold on, hold on. Let's see here. Ladies. Thank you too much. Too kind. Far too kind. Before I even get started, before I even get started, I want to um, say, how about big round of applause for the bus boys? Oh, okay. Straight up. Faggots aren't allowed to look at my ass while I'm on stage. Here we go. That's why I keep moving while I'm up here. So if you don't know where the faggot section is, you got to keep moving. You imagine that today? You see it is quick and you switch it. They don't get no long stare at your shit. Start having imagination flowing on my, on my I know what you're looking at too because my ass get hot. I'm afraid. Can you imagine this today? Petrified. I have nightmares about gay people. I have this nightmare that I go to Hollywood and find out that Mr. T is a faggot. <laughs> really, he be walking up to people going, Hey, boy. Hey, boy. You look mighty cute in them jeans. <laughs> now come on over here and fuck me up the ass. <laughs> I'm gonna bend over now. Mm. Ah. Hey, boy, slow down. You're gonna mess around and come too fast. Maybe you get mad, I'll clench up my butt cheeks and rip your dick off. <laughs> and the funny part is, he was friends with Mr. T. <laughs> No, actually, or Mr. Was T not? was pissed, man, when he got the, because this was delirious. Did we, have, did we have a Will Smith situation where Mr. T walked up and smacked him in the face? No, Eddie Murphy <laughs> was hiding out and shit like that. <laughs> he went hiding. Mr. T's going to kick my ass. Mr. T going to fuck me up. He just getting, he going to get bitch slapped like Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith going to go bitch slap him. Well, that's the thing, man. I, I kept on saying this wouldn't happen today. And you know what cracks me up? In his stand-up, I don't know if it was delirious or raw, but he, he like made all kinds of comments about Jamaicans. Right. And he black. <laughs> But that's what I was saying. You know, stand-ups he, can make fun of whites, but we can't make fun I'm of sorry, them. And I'm sorry, but because of his stand-up, for the longest time, I thought only black men had big dicks. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I was proven wrong. Us white years. boys, man. I was proven wrong over the years. You know, you know, you know who would be a funny faggot? Ralph Cramden and Ed Norton. Wouldn't they be funny faggots? <laughs> If Ralph Cramden leaned out the window one day and said, Norton! 
Norton Powell, come on down. I want to show you something. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Hey there, Alfie boy. What do you say there, pal of mine? You know, Norton, I've been watching you. <laughs> and I know you've been watching me, Norton. You watch me. I know. So, uh, Ralph, where are you getting that? Norton, my friend, how would you like to fuck me up the ass? <laughs> I know you want to fuck me, Norton. And you know that I know that you know that I know that you want to fuck me. Now, I'm going to bend over. And when I do, start fucking. <laughs> there's no comedy like that no more. No, there's not. It's they they gotta be PC now. They do. Not even Chris Rock is like that anymore. No. I don't even think Chris Rock, I haven't even seen hear, heard anything. Oh, he does about, some good shit. I haven't heard him about doing anything. <laughs> you got a lot of comments going, this is some good shit. <laughs> Dude, I love his stand up. I can't help it. And Andrew Dice Clay with the fucking nursery rhymes. Well, as an old biker, I understand this shit. Even new bikers, you know, though, you know, they get offended by this shit. You know who else? You know who else was good? Uh, what was his name George Carlton? Yeah, George was good. Oh my god, he was amazing. Am I right or wrong though? Our age group, we get a kick out of this shit. That's just like the old time singers, like David Allen Coe. Man, I loved seeing him. These kids wouldn't get that shit nowadays. And what was man. that it's song? That we boom, used to boom, we used to trap boom. the we used to trap the kids in the car, right? And uh-huh. we paid play Devil Went Down to Georgia just to see if the kids will say the swear word <laughs> in the song. I remember we got a video of that. <laughs> that was funny as fuck. <laughs> and then they like, am I in trouble? And we were laughing. We thought it was funny. <laughs> but it's like we just wanted to see whether or not the kids would sing it because the kids are always like play that one song play that one song so we played double one down to georgia right <laughs> and, and and then all of a sudden we'd be sitting there we'd be waiting we'd be waiting and then that one line oh hold on a second here and we uh-oh here i go Hamana, 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 hamana. Way to go there, Ralphie boy. <laughs> I am sorry, I but that sound effect right. sounded like he was taking a poop. I, I fuck with everybody. I don't give a fuck. It's like, um, I don't mean anything by it. You can hang out with a gay person. You can, guys. Don't feel, you know, like alienate gay people because they're gay because you can play tennis with a gay person. Really? Just after the game, you say, I'm going to get a beer. What you going to do? Think I'll go suck somebody's dick. Well, I'll see you later. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> How do you think uh, the alphabet letters would take this today? They'd, be, they'd, be, offi- they'd be so offended by this. They'd be going crazy, you think? Yeah, yeah I think they would be highly offended. <laughs> Here we go. This is wrong. I see. I did jokes about you can now, I did die jokes about homosexuals about a couple years ago, and faggots were mad. They were like, <laughs> and they were. It's nothing like having a nation of fags looking for you. <laughs> I'd be at parties. There's always two or three homosexuals at a party, and they'd be standing around looking at you. They'd be looking at them. <laughs> the facial expressions he gives during that show are amazing. And this is from Raw. He's an asshole. He's an asshole. 
I can't travel the country freely no more. I can't go to San Francisco. They got 24-hour homo watch waiting for me in the airport. As soon as I got off the plane, they'd be like, he's here, yes, yes, it's, it's him, yes, it's him. And the cars will come rushing across town, be woo, 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 woo. And there won't be no siren, it'll be a real fag sitting on the roof going, woo, 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 Oh, I got to get to that part. I love this. Pull over. Pull over. Wait, my favorite part. Pull over. I'm going to read him his rights. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be here to get you in the court of the law. You had the right to an attorney. Now turn around, I'm going to frisk you. Are you carrying any concealed weapon? Are you carrying... What is this? What is this? <laughs> Grabbing his crotch. <laughs> what is this? Lay down on the floor and spread it. <laughs> shit that's the best it is i love it so going back to do you think eddie murphy at that time because now well, cause how the fuck did he go to fucking like kids movies and shit i know but see the part that cracks me up most is he had no hesitation saying the word faggot no he didn't oh my god you say that now you'll get a beat down so I can't, I can't say faggot. No, that's a, that's like a swear word. Why? You He's have, a faggot or a Tinkerbell. No, you can't say faggot. It's not a nice word. It's like calling a girl up. See you next Tuesday. Are you shitting me? Swear you cannot say faggot. Just like, it's like calling a woman a cunt. Okay, it's. Ba- oh, I hate that. Do word. you feel that I way? I hate that word. What? You can't say faggot. I don't like the word. I like gay. My God, you are a libtard. I'm not a libtard. I just personally don't like the word. I mean, Eddie Murphy makes it funny, but I, I'm, I'm not a fan of the word. I don't like the word. I never have. I'm really. sitting here in this fucking belief. Why? Because I don't like the word fag? Because you're starting to sound like a liberal. How the fuck are you even living with me? How do I even let you suck my balls? All right, I'll pass on that. That's fine, whatever. <laughs> It's like, what the fuck happened here with you? As a personal preference, I don't like the word. But I guarantee you were using it when you were younger. No. And don't lie. No, I actually didn't. You're bullshit. Only me. time I only time I would ever use that word is if I was talking about Eddie Murphy. <laughs> that would be it. Who's I... your favorite comic? Now or then? Anytime. I mean, now I don't have one right now there ain't many good ones now uh nothing that gets raw like this then i i mean it was richard pryor and eddie murphy oh richard pryor was a lot worse than eddie man yeah richard pryor was pretty cold richard pryor kicked that ass Mm -hmm. man Mm -hmm. and then i like red fox and, and Andrew Dice Clay, because... Oh, my I, God, with I, the nursery rhymes. I loved his nursery rhymes. You can't go wrong with his nursery rhymes. Because I'd run around and I'd, like, repeat them nursery rhymes. I'd get in so much trouble. If you're just joining us, we're talking about comedians right now. I mean, it's like I would get in so much trouble with repeating those nursery rhymes. Like, tall ass Did trouble. you actually repeat them? Hell yeah, to my mom. <laughs> You know what, I am 100%, and I know all guys are, behind Eddie Murphy when it 
comes to, how can we say it, dick threats, okay? You know what a dick threat is, right? Yeah. I'm going to punch you in the dick. I'm going to kick you in the nuts. I'm going to punch you in the dick. I'm going to cut your dick off. Yeah, I know what dick threats are. Chicken, if you fooled around, I would be so hurt. You know what I would do? What would you do, baby? Take care? <laughs> no, I'd wait till you went to sleep and I'd come inside the room and cut your dick off. <laughs> it's Don't about, be about cutting off my dick. Well, you don't be putting your dick in nobody else then. I don't play that shit. You cut off my dick, you better run, goddammit. <laughs> Stop making them dick threats. The woman's favorite, y'all always make, y'all don't really, that's the woman's favorite threat is I'll do something to your dick. Y'all always tell me, ah, man, do this. I'll kick him in his nuts. And the man put his hands on you, put your hands on me, I'm going to kick you where it hurts. Y'all always dick threats. Y'all don't realize how sensitive nuts are, do you? Because <laughs> men don't even like to hear a threat like that. You hear somebody, I'll kick you in the nuts and make you wince. Be like, ooh, change the subject, please. You don't have to kick no nuts to hurt nobody. You could just graze nuts. And the man to be fucked up. And that pain is worse because it don't set in for like 10 seconds. You'd be wondering if it's gonna hurt. It'd be like, you say, I wonder, did that hit my nut? <laughs> <laughs> Grazing the nuts. Do you think it's a time period? Where we just knew how to have more fun in the eighties than well, I mean, we didn't have now. we didn't have all this freaking technology in the eighties. So it was, you know, come home when the streetlights come on. You were never in the house. Uh you know, it's like you had to actually pick up a phone with a cord on it, or if you got lucky and had a cordless phone uh-huh. in your house to call your friends to come over. Hey, what are you doing? You want to come over? You know, and it's like, the kids were never home. You always knew where everybody was by all the bikes in someone's yard. It was a better time period. You know, I mean, now it's like... And we made fun of ourselves. Yeah. And I think it's because with the time period, it was also the Cold War, and we were always worried about a fucking nuclear missile hitting us. You know, landing in our front fucking yard. So we had to make fun of everything. <laughs> Dirty knobs. We didn't have Tide Pod eaters on social. No shit. <laughs> R.D. Mercer is a bad motherfucker. I can tell you that, oldie. But here's Richard Pryor on the N-word. <laughs> One thing I got out of it was magic I'd like to share with you. You know, it's like... I was leaving, and I was sitting in the hotel, and a voice said to me, he said, look around, what do you see? And I said, I see all colors of people doing everything, you know? And the voice said, do you see any niggas? And I said, no. And I said, you know why? Because there aren't any. And it hit me like a shot, man. I started crying and shit. I was sitting there, I said, yeah, I've been here three weeks. I haven't even said it. I haven't even thought it. And it made me say, oh my God, I've been wrong. I've been wrong. I got to regroup my shit. I mean, I said, I ain't gonna never call another black man a nigga. Why is it all right for them to do it, but not us? <coughs> That's always a question I had. 
Because when one black man calls another black man the N-word, it's okay. It's not an insult. But when a white man says it, it's highly insulting. Does it go all the way back to the times of, uh, you know, the slavery and all that stuff or Jim Crow? Dude, it's like a white man calls a black man that. All of a sudden, they're tied up in chains and <laughs> and picking cotton. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was a racist thing. I know. Oh, my God, hater. <laughs> racist. I mean, that's where it goes. I mean, all of a sudden, and you and... And the funny thing is, is that uh, you weren't even the one that was a slave. That was like hundred years. You're digging ago. yourself a grave here. What? They're gonna be coming at you. You know, cause we never was no niggas. That's a word that's used to describe our own wretchedness, and we perpetuate it now, cause it's dead. That word's dead. We men and women. We come from. We come from the first people on the earth. You know, the first people on the earth were black people. Because anthropologists, white anthropologists. <laughs> so the white people go, that could be true, you know. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Leakey and them found people remains five. Let's move forward. So you can take it for what it's worth. I know, like, I ain't trying to preach nothing over. I'm just talking about my feelings about it. And I don't want them hip white people coming up to me, calling me no nigger, or telling me nigger jokes. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> they don't like it, but they call you cracker and everything else. I don't like it when black people say it to me. I really don't no more. It's nothing. It don't mean nothing. So I love y'all, and you take that with you. I guess y'all say <laughs> So that's kind of his thoughts on everything. Yeah. What a comic, man. He was awesome. He was amazing. It went from Richard Pryor. Well, actually, it was Red Fox. Yeah. Then he, the uh, Richard Pryor looked up to him, and then Eddie Murphy to Richard, and then Chris Rock to Eddie. I think that's... The lineage right there. Well, that and was that, it. And then you had Bill Cosby, but Bill Cosby, he kept it clean. He never swore. I like when Richard Pryor, during Delir- Delirious, uh, said, "Well, Richard you Pryor, or no, Eddie, mean Eddie, talked to Richard, and because uh, they were having a problem, and he said, well, tell that Jello eating motherfucker to go in the <laughs> that corner.' Jello to... pop eating motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> just a different in comedy style." It's too bad that uh, Bill Cosby, man, he was all humble and neat on TV. In the background, he fucking everything. Going to jail, yeah. all that bullshit. Yeah. He fucking them all. Is what it is, right? It is. It's like, holy shit. Here you are supposed to be wholesome and shit like that. And a family man. And a family man. Doing a family show. And you're hitting there. You're hitting, Cosby's. You're hitting that beef. That roast beef. <laughs> You're hitting that shit, man. <laughs> it's like, holy fuck, dude. <laughs> it's sad. And I remember when Delirious and uh, Raw came out, it was on records. Yeah. yeah. It was hard to find the tape type. You know, the thing you stick the pencil in and shit. <laughs> and spin it to rewind it. <laughs> man, that kind of sounded sexual. <laughs> 
<laughs> I gotta try that with you. See if you'll spin. No, that's when I flick people off with my nice long nails and go sit and spin. Don't cut yourself. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. We'll be right back after this music break. We're going to discuss R.D. Mercer, man. Keep 
your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock Add the Insane Throttle TV app on Roco now. Get content not seen on our other platforms. No censorship, no PC, only biker fun and entertainment. It's hardcore. Again, go over to Roco TV and add the Insane Throttle TV app now. Rock on. Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari, host of Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. Check me out over on Instagram at Insane Throttle Biker News and join in on the discussion over on our YouTube channel at Insane Throttle Biker News Radio Show. Hey, we're back. We are back. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so we went over some stand-up comedy stuff for those that are just joining us over on the radio. And we were having fun talking about the difference of how everything as far as comedy was back then and where we got our where we got our inspiration for this was at the beginning of the show a kid did it, I think it was a funny ass I fucking deal? I think the promposal was funny. What was the promposal for those that are just joining us? For those that missed out on the promposal that is supposed to happen tomorrow in Illinois at Central High School, I'm not black. Wait, how'd it go? <laughs> I'm not black. If I was black, I'd be picking right. cotton, but I'm white, so I'm picking you. Prom! <laughs> How has comedy changed over radio over the years? I don't even hear comedy over the radio anymore. My God, it used to be Howard Stern. It used to be Opie, uh, Opie and Anthony, Man Cow. Yeah. You and they used to do it. some funny shit. You don't hear it because they get censored now, so they all have to go to podcasts. They got to go to podcasts or they got to go to satellite radio, which is dead if you ask me. I mean, that's the only way they can go. I mean, I mean, hell, half the shows that we do, we couldn't put on regular radio. Oh, fuck no. Uh, see, you said the F word. Dude, <laughs> I'd have protesters all over the front of the fucking studio. <laughs> yeah, I don't want people hanging out in our yard. I'd have to fucking kick a fucking queer. Is that politically correct, by the way? Is queer good? Just say gay. What is it? Gay. What's wrong with fucking the Fucking queer Tinkerbells. Anyway, we uh, let's see here. It was mentioned by a uh, a follower in Discord. I think it was Odie, uh, Roy Mercer. If you don't know who he is, it was some funny ass shit back in the day. Let's, I personally don't even know who he is. Oh, <laughs> wait till this. This is titled Police Chief. Police Department. I need to speak with the chief. Who's calling? It's R.D. Mercer about a problem I had with one of y'all's officers. Okay, Mercer? Yeah, M-A-R-C-E-R. Okay. Yeah. M-A-R-C-E-R. Okay. Mercer. Mercer. Hold on just a moment. Yeah. Yes. Listen, my name is R.D. Mercer, and we had us a problem last night with one of y'all's officers over here. Over where? Where are you talking? He stopped my little stepdaughter last night for a burnout taillight. 
and he said that he wouldn't write her a ticket if she had agreed to go on a date with you. And I ain't, I ain't gonna what? stand. I ain't gonna stand for it. Well, by God, I don't believe that. What's he doing down there trying to work up a date with one of with my stepdaughter? No, you bring your daughter in here and sign this, and we'll and sign a formal complaint. And we'll get him here. I ain't gonna do it. I'm coming down there to whoop somebody's ass. You come in and bring her in. I'm bringing myself down there with about a fifty-five gallon drum of whoop ass, and I'm gonna open it on y'all. No. You better not do that. I guarantee you she done engaged a married fella over down in Broken Bow. Fella, I don't even know what you're talking about. Are I'm you talk talking in Broken Bow or Idabelle? Idabelle. She's in Idabelle. She's going to marry a boy, Joe Biffle. You know Joe Biffle? No, he, I don't know Joe Biffle. He's a double-diamond Amway distributor down there in well, Broken Bow. You, you bring I, her in to I'm, find a complaint. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. I'm coming down there today, and I'm going to find that fella, and I'm going to find y'all. You better I, have your facts straight. Well, I guarantee you that's what she told me. Well, bring her in and let her face him, okay? No, she she ain't. She's too upset about it. She, she's been sexy harassed down there. You imagine me trying to call a cop shop doing this? Dude, you tried calling a cop shop once while, a while they, back. They bust my ass about ordering a, like you were gonna, you were gonna what was it? You were gonna have pizzas delivered or some shit. I should. I should get I a mean, burner we phone. I mean, we personally uh, delivered pizzas to our cop shop. I, I would. Because they did something good for you. I would. I think we should call I'd and get talk, arrested. talk to him about donuts. You know what I should do? What? Is order like 15 pizzas for the firefighters. I'm sure they'd appreciate. They would, but they have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> have them delivered. I ain't paying for this shit. Well, you know, if you just have Even though I support them 100%. You're rude. <laughs> Dude, you better not call from your phone. No, I'd have to get a burner phone, man. <laughs> We'd have to get... Hey, just call I'd me. have to make a for, uh, fake Google Voice one. Call them from the studio line. They'll never know. Bring her in and let her face him. I ain't going to do it. She done talked to him last night, so I'm, I'm P.O.'d about it. Well, I'm a little P.O.'d the way you're talking. Well, I guarantee you, if somebody... Uh, somebody if, if, yeah, I'd bring my daughter in, though, and let her face him. You'd be P.O.'d if it's your daughter, I'd wouldn't I'd bring you? her in, though, too. Well, I ain't going to do it. I'm coming down there. I she ain't never lied to me, and I don't think she's going to start now. Badge or no badge, somebody's going to get eyes with her. You bring her in <laughs> and let her face him. You ever had an ass whooping? Who? You. Fella, don't be calling threatening me on the phone. Are you a single man or are you a married man? I've got a daughter 27. Well, and by God, do you understand how come I got and some married man? If I thought I'd bring her in. I'd guarantee you I ain't going to do it. Well, then don't come down here raising hell. I'm coming down there to whoop somebody's ass here in about a New York minute. Well. And I tell you what, I'm you, a, I'm, you better get your stuff straight. Well, I ain't going to have to have it straight when I come down there. Yeah, you are. she got a big bachelorette party tonight, and she's going to be tore up and ain't going to be able to have it. I was going to get to, uh, somebody dressed up like a state trooper and strip for her. <laughs> you better get your stuff together. And his name is John Kaufman. He's coming down here to do that. He's going to strip down to a, a ammo belt and a nightclub. <laughs> Who in the hell is this? <laughs> I think your brother wanted to pull a joke on you. I think he did. Well, I... <laughs> Remember when we were kids and the first, most common thing to do was call somewhere and prank them saying, Is your refrigerator running? 
you better catch it. I we mean, had some we, stupid we shit. We had some dumbass shit when we were kids. But that was the fun stuff. When we were kids, we had, what, the rotaries and the push-button phones. Oh my we didn't God. have cell phones. You know how long it used to take to call your friend's house on that, ro- that rotary phone? And you fuck? didn't have caller ID. Oh, hell no. So you didn't know who the fuck who you was calling. And it was like a race when the phone rang. Who's going who's gonna to answer it first? We have Pornhub now. Oh, Lord. You do. We have all kinds of shit. <laughs> you have these live cams. Uh-huh. But do you remember the 1-800 numbers and they how they used to advertise them fuckers? Yeah. <laughs> Between the 1-800 numbers for the sex lines and the 1-800 numbers for the tarot card readers. <laughs> Which was better? <laughs> I want a tarot card read just so I can find out whether or not I should call the porn line. <laughs> Fuck that. Just get a magic eight ball. It'll tell you all your answers. Right? Shake that bitch up. Am I going to get laid tonight? It's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> I love that magic eight ball. I want one. Adult fun club where today's discreet singles find what they're looking for. 1-800-FREE-LOVE. Are you up for some late night conversation? Or would you like to listen and let me do the rest? 1-800-FREE-LOVE. It's private. It's confidential. It's adult late night fun. 1-800-FREE-LOVE. Call now. We're waiting. Mature adults only. Oh my god! Sources say no. Thanks. Thanks, Prosper. <laughs> I guarantee all those our age and older in Discord and on the radio, they use that fucking number. 1-800-FREE-LOVE. <laughs> Sitting over there pulling on their peckers, all that good stuff. Man, that was like four ninety nine a minute and shit. <laughs> hell yeah, man. <laughs> Can you imagine your parents getting a phone bill back then? And you sure to hell didn't get a... Oh my God. Why is our phone bill went from $50 to $400? What what have you get what have you oh, kids been doing? Oh, there were stories coming out that were bills were like a thousand, two thousand fucking dollars. Yeah, those were the And days. then them party lines, man, where you would call in and be with a party and shit yeah, stuff like you a, do in the chat. Like, like a how how like you could have like twenty people on the phone. <laughs> and you don't even know who the fuck these people are, but you're chatting with like twenty people. Here's another one. <laughs> she's doing is dancing. 1-800-1-800-200 hot. It was hot or well, four ninety nine a minute. <laughs> I told you. I know these things. <laughs> oh my god. She has a beeper on. <laughs> For the hottest deal in beepers, call 369-2700. Only $14.99. Never miss a call. Call the king of beepers now and order your own beeper. You're ace in the hole. We had some fucked up commercials back then. <laughs> we did. We had fucked up commercials. Yeah, we've had fucked up commercials now. I mean, I remember a couple years ago, the one commercial. I, fuck it, I love this commercial. Remember Eagle Insurance? That oh stupidest fucking thing? Yeah. 
But I remember this one commercial still cracks me up. I look it up in fucking YouTube because you can't find the commercial on TV anymore. But it's like the guy lets the girl in the car. Mm. And he walks around to the other side, and she fucking farts. Oh my god, that was funny as fuck. And then he gets. You remember in, that we couldn't stop. And then he gets in the car and goes, "Hey, I'd like you to meet." And there's two people in the back seat. That was the <laughs> shit. She ripping ass like a fucking man while he gets in that car. <laughs> and didn't know she was in and there. There's two people in the back seat already. I love that commercial. Or Mr. Whipple. Is that where you... With the squeeze uh, the Charmin. Right. Is that where you got uh, the ideas of farting all the time was from that commercial? Like, you don't give no shit? No, I'm a fart. I don't care. If I got a fart, I'm farting. I don't give a fuck. It's got to come out. I know you don't give a fuck. It's got to come out. But I always believe women should have the courtesy to leave the room. As Shrek would say, better out than in. And trust me, I know Shrek. I watched all four episodes, all four freaking movies this past weekend. (laughs) Courtesy of my kids. Shrek one through four. Oh, my goodness gracious. We'll be right back after this for some Cards of Humanity.
Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet Eating a curds and whey Long came a spidey, sat down beside He said, hey, what's in the bowl, bitch? Oh! <laughs> Love it! Time for Cards Against Humanity Get your nastiness ready. Okay, this is uh, China Dow's version of being nasty. Nah, I ain't nasty today. Not nasty today? Today, today? today I got a question that was on my mind because you gotta watch out all for the that. stuff that we all got to do, all right, on a daily basis, right? You got to clean the bathroom. You got you to do laundry. You got to go. That grocery. meme in the fucking Discord, man, where the broad shit's on the shower, that's yeah, funny. Did you read my comment? No. Uh, Who hasn't done this at least once? <laughs> Have you done that? I'm not commenting. I'm pleading the fifth. Have you sneezed and actually shit? I sneezed and farted and then went, oops, that sounded a little juicy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'll never look at you the same again. That's usually on a drunk night. Yeah, I'll never look at you the same again. What? It happens. No. Go ahead. Shut up. So, all these things that we all got to do on a daily basis, all right? Top uh, six answers are on the board. Here we go. Name something that you have to do that a millionaire probably has never done. Wash dishes. Not didn't make the list. How the fuck did that not make the list? Didn't make the list. I wonder if millionaires hire somebody else to, like, have sex with their wife because they don't want to. Because they don't want to. (laughs) Or they just don't want to put the effort in because they're worried about a heart attack or some shit. It's possible. It might be possible because they got the money. You know what? Rich people do some weird-ass bullshit, man. They do. They do some weird-ass shit. I'm telling you. Just look at, uh, what is it, Fifty Shades of Grey or some shit like that? Oh no, I ain't never seen it. You never seen that one? No, no. I, I guess our people... daughter, who's twenty five, has seen all the Fifty Shades of Grey movies and read all the books. Hmm, interesting. That dad didn't need to know that. Anyway, so what would a millionaire? I don't think he'd fucking have to do manual labor. <laughs> More of a chase a midget off my lawn. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Dirty knobs, you got you got number four, fly fly uh commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's number four. <laughs> Our posy, I like that one. Wipe their ass. They probably do pay somebody. You to know, wipe in their the ass. old days, kings in England used to have somebody there to wipe their ass and say a shitty job at the least, man. Mm. That is a shitty job. <laughs> Dirty knobs. Hire their own Mexicans. <laughs> That's racist. No. <laughs> I, 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 I like my sister's answer, though. What's eat, that? Eat, Hire a Mexican? Eat spam. <laughs> eat spam. You know, I love spam. Yeah, you can't eat it anymore. Too high in salt. I'm telling you, man. That's fucking... That, that's bullshit. One of the things that I know that a millionaire doesn't have to do is work a low-paying job. Well, what would you consider? Manual Minim- labor. Like, man- like, minimum wage job. You ain't gonna see no millionaire working no minimum wage job? I don't know. I can't... I, I have to disagree. You ain't Remember that one, uh, what is it, Undercover Boss? I love that freaking show. 
where the CEO would actually go into the company. Yeah, and but work they jobs. go in and they work the job for like a day to catch what their employees are doing. That's like and to make change. That's all set up. You ain't gonna see. I, I you'll never see the owner of our company come into the gas station and run the store. I don't see why not. Then that where he started. No. He just bought shit. He just bought shit. I don't actually... Must be nice. Yeah. I mean... Must I mean, be nice. I agree, Dirty Knobs, at some point they probably did work a minimum page job, but now that they're millionaires, they won't do it. Right. They won't do it. Well, they just hire somebody to do it. They'll just hire somebody. They'll just hire themselves a Mexican. What else we got? Yeah. I love my sister. She's hilarious. I bet they don't pay for their gas with change. <laughs> oh, my God. Going through the fucking couch and shit like that. Going under your seats. Right. Try to find... I remember doing that with cigarettes, don't you? Oh, my God. I remember just doing it for just... I just needed a soda from the damn gas station, and I'm in the ashtray looking for coins. <laughs> or stealing my money out of my truck. Yeah, I'll go in your truck and steal your money because you leave it all in the ashtray. That's my. That's fucked up. That's my money. Yeah, that's my money. <laughs> uh, but the other thing, the other thing that the, that you never see them, they won't do their own laundry. How many millionaires are you gonna see at the laundromat? I love laundromats. I do. You get to check out all the broads. Yeah, they're kind of homey looking now. They are. Or wired up. That's fucked up. Mm. That's fucked up. Or what's another thing that a millionaire never is going to have to do? What? Borrow money. Actually, they do borrow money. Yeah, from fucking banks. Yeah, that's borrowing money. Yeah, but I'm talking about calling, hey, ma. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ma. No, it's probably ma. the other way around, you know. Hey, you remember you little shit I raised you? Now give me some money. Hey, ma. Pay that shit ma, up. I need $20 to get me through to the weekend. <laughs> I get twenty dollars. Well, that or wait, no, I got two more. I got. Hey, what else you got? You ain't gonna see a millionaire clip coupons. No, you're not. Do you even clip coupons anymore? Yeah, they're in my phone. Oh, you do it digitally now? I do them digitally. Yes, yes, I do. Go figure. And the last one, you ain't gonna find a millionaire by used. They ain't buying you shit. I gotta become a millionaire. That would be like an easier life, I think. <laughs> and how many millionaires do you see actually balance a checkbook to make sure they have money to cover rent? They got accountants right for that, man. I want an accountant. And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Install Insane Throttle TV channel over on Roku as well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.